You are listening to the Registered Dietitian Approved Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about dietetics in a different light, highlighting non-traditional RD opportunities, including business and marketing. In today's episode, Marissa and Austin reflect on the seven most important lessons they learned in 2019. What's up, everyone? It's our last MNT of 2019. Just put it in perspective, uh, it's been a great year. Uh, we've learned tons of things, and we actually want to share with you all our top seven lessons in 2019. We have been tons of conferences uh, this year. We worked with a lot of different people, and we just like want to end you know this year, this MNT off with some good uh, takeaways for you all, and hopefully it helps you like it has helped us. Uh, but yeah, um, Marissa and I, we have, we had, there was, there was so much to sit through, right? Like- We probably sat for probably like 30 to 45 minutes, like going through all of the notes that we took this year, um, just from like the major conferences that we went to, some of the lectures that we saw, and it was really hard to narrow it down. Originally, we were like, all right, we're gonna do five, but we could not stick to five. So we tried to narrow it down as best as we could, and we got seven for you. And we really hope that these seven impact you and you know, you take these lessons. Maybe some of them resonate with you, maybe others do, maybe others don't, whatever it is, but hopefully you take some of these and you think about them and you roll with them into 2020. So hopefully some of this helps you like it helped us this year. So yeah, we, we had like, we had, there were so many notes, but we, we went through like so many different conferences and we're like, okay, what are some really good takeaways that not only will help us, but it could resonate and help everyone else, no matter like where you are and what kind of journey and what type of things that you want to do for yourself, no matter what type of side hustle or business or, or whatever you want to do. I think all of this will help out and please let us know if it does. Uh, so number one is your income will never exceed your self identity. So all this stuff that we'll be talking to you all tonight are things that we've learned from other people who taught us and they are like so, so, so high up. And uh, what, you know, this quote, I believe it came from, I won't say the name specifically just in case, but if it is, if it's a person I'm thinking about, basically uh, he was a trash man before he became an entrepreneur. He was a garbage uh, pickup, you know, truck guy and like doing all that when he started out making, who knows, maybe like six, seven, eight dollars an hour um, at the most. And he learned that he had to change who he was in order to make the type of income and impact that he wanted. So he talks a lot about, he has a book, it's called The Trash Man to the Cash Man. And basically he's like a multimillionaire now. We went to one of his conferences and um, which I believe this is where I got it from. But basically he talks about like, if you have high expectations and you want your income to change and be like a lot more than what it is currently now, you have to change your self identity. So he talks a lot about like, oh, the poor, the middle class, right? And then the rich. And he talks about the reason why he could never get rich when he was a trash man 
was because he had a poor mentality. He had like a poor self-identity. And in order for him to have become the person he is today, which is a multimillionaire um, and rich, he had to change who he was. And by him changing who he was, um, he then was able to take all the fruits uh, from being that type of person. So he had to change his self-identity. And basically the message to us was like, okay, wow, literally like we're always looking for new things, right? Um, to do this new strategy, this new thing came out and try to do that. But why does nothing ever change for like our income? And it, the reason is because your income will never exceed your self identity. So that was helpful to me. Um, I hope it's helpful mm -hmm. to you all because uh, I know a lot of RDs that we talk with that uh, we're working with. Um, a lot of RDs are wanting to do something like big, right? Something like bigger that they've never like imagined and they want their income to be higher because they have a ceiling, they have a cap at their job, their current workplace. Uh, and the big takeaway is that if we change who we are and our self-identity, then as a result, our income could exceed as well. So hope, hope that was good. That was tip uh, number one. And I will go ahead. I'll hand off to Marissa for <laughs> one that she came up with. Well, I didn't come up with it. I learned this. Um, but one tip that really resonated with me this year was take ownership of the results before you know the path. Basically, what this person was trying to tell us and what this quote is trying to tell us is that in order to do new things and, and when you do new things, it's going to be scary, guys. You know, there's new stages in life you're doing new things, you're trying new things, you know, you're going through different emotions and feelings and all of these new things that you have never done before. And when you do that, it's because you're growing, you're learning, you're changing. You're typically going for bigger things, which means that they're a little bit more scary and you may have this sense of fear that kicks in because you're going down this path that you guys have never been on before. And one thing that we learned and that was kind of like drilled into us, um, although it's scary, you have to take ownership of the end result before you know the path. So I'll give you guys a couple examples. So number one is if I was like, if Austin was like, hey, like, let's go to dinner at this new restaurant. And I'm like, cool. Well, we've never been to this restaurant before, but just because we've never been to the restaurant, does that mean we're not going to go because we don't know the path to get there? No. We're gonna get in our car, we're gonna turn on our GPS and we're gonna figure it out. If there's a detour in the road or something, we figure it out. You have to take ownership. You have to say, I am going to dinner. I am going to get there by 7 p.m. Even though I don't know the path, even though I don't really know how to get there, I'm going to get there because that is the end result that I want. Another example could be you know, showing up on the first day of school. Um, you know, The ownership is that you're there, you showed up, it's your first day of college, and you may not know where all your classes are, you may not know who your teachers are, you may not know, you know, what building things are located in, but does that mean that you don't go? No. That means that you just take ownership, it's my first day of school, I may get lost, and that is okay. And you figure out the path as you go. I'll give you guys one more example of this. Um, something that all of you guys can probably relate to is, you know, when we started college, after a couple semesters, I figured out I wanted to be a registered dietitian. That was my ownership. That was me putting my foot down and saying, I want to be a registered dietitian. 
Did I know how I was going to get there? Absolutely not. I had no idea what it took to become a registered dietitian. Um, but I took ownership of it. And I went to my counselors and I said, I want to change my major and I want to become a dietitian. That was me taking ownership. Did I know the path? Absolutely not. But did I figure it out on the way? Absolutely. So those are just three examples of times in my life when I have used this. I'm sure that you guys have used this too. You may not realize you use it, um, but we have to start taking ownership before we know the path because our how will show up on the way. So those are my words of wisdom. And that was my lesson number two that I learned this year. I actually, uh, from what Marissa just said, speak <laughs> of something for myself. And another different example that may relate with you all here, because I know everyone is trying to do something different, right? Like uh, we had other people on talk about different uh, RD opportunities that are just like non-traditional. Um, we've talked about dietitian side hustles and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, all of us in here who are RDs, we decided, all right, I'm going to be a registered dietitian. And we took ownership of our result before we even got there. We, we could have failed. We could have failed some classes, which I did, I did you know, before. So I, I didn't know I was going to become RD. Um, but I was like, no, I'm like, I'm going to do that. And after that, I'm going to become a physical therapist. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. But, like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. That's exactly who I'm going to be and who I'm going to become. And then we just do it. So we've all used this. So, like, now for those who are like, oh, I want to start a new business. I want to start some sort of side hustle. Maybe it's like e-commerce. Maybe it's like blog. I'm going to make a, like a website. I'm going to do this. And it's like, okay, we have to do the same exact thing. We have to take ownership that, yes, you know what? I'm going to have a successful business. I don't know exactly how it's going to work out, but I'm going to dive in. I'm going to do it and it's going to work out. So that was one thing that stuck with us because I also remember uh, when my family and I, we opened our restaurant. I was like, I don't know how it's going to work. I've never done this before. But like I took ownership. We're going to have a successful restaurant right across my school. This is going to work. And then we figured out and it happened. So I was like, wow, it really made me think of that. So those are some other examples. Uh, let, let us know if that relates with you. But tip number three. Uh, so tip number three moving on is if you don't change it, you choose it. So uh, this related with me because, you know, uh, I feel like a lot of people that we talk with and we speak with, uh, it's very easy to complain about our situation. Yeah, we don't like this job. Um, all this stuff is going on, right? Like, I'm not getting paid as much as I have to do. I have to do more documentation, blah, blah. And it's just all complaints that don't really go anywhere. And the thing is, we heard from conferences and other people telling us, like, hey, if you don't change it, you choose it. So if we don't decide to change anything about our situation and do something different, then we actually chose our current like position. So if we're miserable and we don't like it, then we actually chose it because we decided to not do anything about it and we didn't want to change anything. So that was tip number three. Um, that really helped helped us uh, because we, we made a lot of changes this year, right? Right, Marissa? Tons, literally life-changing year for both of us. Yeah, we were like, you know what? We were tired of certain things. Let's, let's move. I moved across the States again. That was my first time. Uh, Marissa moved and we just did a whole bunch of different things. And it was like, it was good. So now we're reflecting on this all, on everything. And we're kind of just sharing our top tips. So, all right. So moving on, uh, number four is, oh, wow. This was, was a big one. And um, this was a big one for us this year. So tip number four, surround yourself with the right people. And this kind of goes uh, in hand with kind of uh, changing things. So 
one thing we realized that we had to change our network and we had to upgrade our network. So we had to surround ourselves with people who are doing just like totally cool, unique, crazy things that are so non-traditional, but so awesome and ninja that we're like, we have to learn this stuff too. So basically we went to a lot of different conferences here. Uh, there were not, it was non-dietitian related conferences, uh, non-RD conferences. Uh, we were connecting with a lot more different people, a lot of different healthcare professionals, networking, even working with non-healthcare professionals and going to a lot of different events, soaking up so much knowledge of things that we're like, we're not comfortable with, but we realized that we wanted to grow and do something more. We had to uh, surround ourselves with the right people and surround ourselves with winners. Um, so that's exactly what we did. So we've been encouraging others as well to even maybe come along to some of the conferences that we go to, um, especially next year. And it'll just like change your mind and blow your mind and just change the way you think. And not only that, but it will allow you to see other opportunities that are out there that most people don't talk about. So that was tip number four, um, surround yourself with the right people. So we know in 2020, we're going to continue to do that. And we have some like cool, amazing things uh, coming out for you all. Um, so that's that. And I'm gonna pass it back to Marissa. Yes. So five, five and six. So number five, the lesson that we learned that we kind of knew, but it's just good to hear it again. Um, is that it's never going to be the right time. You guys, it's never going to be the right time in your life for anything. And the way that this speaker said it was basically stop getting ready to keep getting ready. And I was like, wow, they are so right. Like all we do is put things off and we say, okay, um, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Okay. Now I need to do these five things to get ready for it. Okay. Those five things ended and then I completed that task, but now there's going to be five new things that pop up. And once you complete those five things, guess what? Something else is going to pop up. There's always going to be something. So just do it. Just jump in and just do it and stop getting ready to keep getting ready. So big thing that happened this year for me, like Austin said, is that Austin and I both moved. Um, I've actually never moved in my life. So this is this was a really big year for me. This was the first time that I ever moved. And so I've never done this before and I don't know what it entails. And I could have literally spent months and months and months and months just like preparing and going over like all my options and choices and what to do when I get there and, and all this stuff. But I didn't because, you know, it's never going to be the right time. I was jumping into so many new things. I was moving in with my significant other who obviously I've never lived with anybody besides my parents. So like I was moving in with my significant other. Um, my financial situation was going to change. Who's going to pay for groceries? Who's going to pay for the electric bill? Who's going to pay for the water bill? You know, well, I'm going to have to change like my phone company. My car insurance has to change. Like all these things have to change, but I could have stayed at my current job, stayed at my nine to five and every day worked on one of these little tasks call my boyfriend. Okay. Which one of us are going to pay for the water bill? Okay. Which one of us are going to pay for the phone bill? Okay. Oh, now I got to go change my phone plan. There's always something that needs to be done. And at the end of the day, you know, I just sat down and I was like, okay, what do I need when I get to my new location? What do I need when I move to Tampa? And all I needed was a roof over my head, like a place to live. 
So once that was done, I got up and I just moved. I said, that's it. I'm moving because I'll figure it out when I get there. If not, I would have stayed in Miami for months and months and months and months to stay in my nine to five and done all of these little tiny tasks. But instead, by just going and just diving in, moving up here and just jumping and just essentially doing it now, it forced me to get everything that I needed to get done, done. So guys, if you guys are waiting on something, if you guys are saying it's not the right time, if you're saying I'm going to wait till I have you know, 200 more dollars to buy this. Guys, just do it now. You guys will figure out how to get the money. You will figure out how to make it work. I promise you, you guys are very smart. You always will land on your feet. So stop getting ready to keep getting ready. Austin, anything to add to that? Something to add to that. I would say, just give an example of, you know, uh, I remember going back to, the first time we, I was ever going to officially start a business, which was opening our restaurant back in 2012. I can't believe, wow, 2020 is coming up. That was eight years ago. I absolutely never knew how to do that. I was, I remember like thinking about, oh, one day when I like learned some of this stuff, like uh, which companies to actually order the food from, uh, how am I going to like do more of like the marketing exactly of bringing people in there. I had an idea, but I didn't have all the details. Um, who was going to be like doing the menu at the bar and like some of that stuff. I had an idea, but I didn't have every single detail figured out, but I was like, I'm just going to go and do it. Like if I just keep re getting ready to get ready, I'm just going to make myself so busy, being busy <laughs> but not going anywhere, but I have to figure it out. So I'm just going to go and do it. And I, I, I figured out by doing it. <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. Like I learned more by doing it than like preparing to do it. Um, so yeah. that related with me in that way. And I'll just add that part. But guys, awesome. hey, let, uh, let, let us know if this is helping. Uh, if this is helping you all for those who are on. Let's see. Uh, if, if Shannon's still on, hey, what's up, Shannon? Uh, Paul, Allison, Sarah, what's going on? Uh, we are going to end it now with my last tip. Not really mine, but something uh, we kind of put together. So tip number seven, and I feel this is great for everyone. We're like, any MNT 2019 this way. So magic happens when you're uncomfortably uncomfortable. So... Someone could write that in the comment section for us. Actually, all the, we'll, we'll do a re, uh, review. But magic happens when you're uncomfortably uncomfortable. So I had to get used to just being uncomfortable with a lot of things this year, um, especially with Mercedes and I, because we we're doing a lot of new things. We, we did like things that we haven't done before in, in the online world, online space. But we knew that we were going to get there and it was going to happen. Um, so not only that, like, Certain things that we've done, we've accomplished, we, we've achieved, uh, we've been able to help other like RDs and RD2Bs do the same thing. So one of the things that we kind of talked about was like, hey, I know like one of our students were like, hey, I know you're maybe not a social media type person. Uh, maybe you're not used to doing certain things, putting yourself out there. But hey, like magic happens when you're uncomfortably uncomfortable and you do these certain actions, even though it's uncomfortable, like, man, the magic happens. And then next thing you know, you're like, wow, you've been able to like get some private clients because you did these certain things that we kind of told you to do. Um, more people have been reaching out to you because like you've been putting yourself out there more in this certain way, doing this like certain strategy. And like, yeah, I know it's uncomfortable, but like magic happens when, when you do that. And um, we've been sharing that message, like, you know, with people that we've been helping. Um, it's definitely helped us, helped Marissa and I. And we're like, wow, we're just reflecting all this stuff. 
And uh, yeah, I feel like if a lot of RDs here uh, or RDs to Bs, like you guys do this in 2020, <clears throat> be uncomfortable, be uncomfortable, whether it's like, hey, let me do some uh, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, let me put, uh, do some posts, let me like do some uh, seminars, like let me do some speaking conferences, like that's some of the stuff we did uh, this year and like, oh, like do something that's like uncomfortable out of your comfort zone and magic will eventually happen if you do it consistently enough. Uh, so those were our top seven uh, takeaways. Um, and it, maybe we'll, we'll just review it one more time for you all. Wait, number we one. forgot number six. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Did, I, did we skip? <laughs> oh, I skipped, I, I just rewind. My bad, my bad. All right, just kidding, just kidding. Rewind, rewind. Really quick, we got super excited. We yeah, number yeah. Six. <laughs> so, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about number six real quick and then we, we will recap all of them because we do not want you to miss number six. Sorry, I, so. I, I, lose, I lose count sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. So number six is, this one's a good one. This one is that disruption always follows intention. So I didn't really understand what this meant until somebody broke it down for me. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and break it down for you guys and give you guys some examples because I was like, what, 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 what does this even mean? So it is disruption always follows intention. So basically what this person was trying to say is that when we set a new goal or when we strive for something different than we've been doing, or when we go for something different or do something different, there's going to be obstacles. And majority of those times, those obstacles, not going to be easy. It's going to feel really chaotic. And that is just part of the learning and the growing process. Because every time you go to do something new, it's not always smooth sailing. So with that being said, basically, basically this, this quote that this person said is saying that when you have intention and when you're going for something new, something different, something exciting, when you go for that and that's your intention to reach these certain goals, there is going to be disruption. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be obstacles along the way. Um, but when you hit those obstacles, it's not the time to back off. It's the time to actually go full force and go full, full for, force forward because that means that you are actually working towards something and you are doing something different and you are working towards a new goal. So when shit hits the fan, just keep going. I'm going to give you guys an example. So I told you I recently moved up here, right? Moved up here to Tampa. And the day that I moved up here, the very first day in my brand new city that I've ever lived in in my entire life, my car got towed because it was parked in the wrong location. And I could have sat there and I could have been like, oh my God, this is horrible. Like, I guess I'm not supposed to be in Tampa. I should like move back to Miami. These are all signs that like I shouldn't be here, blah, blah, blah. But instead I flipped the switch in my head because disruption always follows intention. And I said to myself, hmm, actually this is a good sign. This is probably where I need to be because things are getting a little crazy the second I get up here, it's because I had this intention to move and change and do something different in my life. So I kept moving forward and 
I am very happy here in Tampa. But um, something else that happened, right? Austin and I, a couple months ago, were preparing for our very first webinar. And we were about to drop a lot of knowledge on Instagram. We had prepared for this for like months already. And we practiced and rehearsed and everything like that. And it's like five minutes before the webinar, and my computer's not working. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like all day, all week, all month, it's been perfectly fine. Through all the practices, everything's been fine. Like five minutes before we go on, my computer's not working. And I'm like, this is going to be horrible because I don't want to leave Austin to do this entire webinar by himself. So I'm not really tech savvy. And right before the webinar, I had to like restart the computer, type in all these passwords again, do all this stuff. We made it happen. I actually ended up having a really fantastic webinar. Um, but it was just another sign that disruption always follows intention. So when shit hits the fan, guys, do not back away. Do not, you know, any of that. Keep going and keep pushing forward. So disruption always follows intention. That is my number six. All right, so that was six. You, you guys already <laughs> heard seven. So now we can recap one through seven in the right order. So number one was your income will never exceed your self-identity. Number two was take ownership of the results before you know the path. Number three was if you don't change it, you choose it. And number four was Surround yourself with the right people. Yep. And number five was it's never going to be the right time, so stop getting ready to keep getting ready. And number six was disruption always follows intention. And lastly, seven was magic happens when you're uncomfortably uncomfortable, and that's what we're going to strive for 2020, uh, make sure we're doing that because we have a lot of new things that we want to do, like insane like create like new things that we want to share with you all and bring with you all and we know in order to do that uh we're gonna have to kind of follow these seven steps that we explained to you all so um let us know let us know if this was helpful um this was great like it's been an awesome 2019 working with some of you guys uh you know learning sharing our knowledge with you all um and just like helping everybody out and yeah you know exactly what we want to do is just elevate all our D's, you know, because 2020 is coming up and we're just like, we're just tired of all the influencers and health coaches, nutritionists, like taking the RD space. So we just want to help you all with as much new information as we could give. Um, and the more we learn it and master it, the more we're going to share it with you guys as well. So that's it. And any last words, Marissa? That's it guys. Have a happy new year. Stay safe. And we will talk to you next year. All right, guys. Awesome. Y'all have a great new year. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you're an RD or RD2B and would like to connect with us, make sure you join us on our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Registered Dietitian Approved. We also have an online store filled with the best RD swag. You can check it out at rdapprovedstore.com. And last but not least, if you loved this episode and want to learn more, make sure you subscribe so you can join us on this RD Takeover movement.